We made it 100 episodes. So this is our reward? Jamie, Mm -hmm. let's go watch Mac and Me. Welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. We are an 80s movie podcast. Every two weeks we watch a movie from the 80s and then we talk about that movie. I'm one of your two hosts. My name is Doug McCambridge and with me, as always, is Jamie Lorello. How's it going? I see that you, of course, have a Coke in front of you. You have a, Sipping it through a straw. bag of Skittles. You're going to Sears. Why? How do I even know you're going to Sears? I'm not sure. And is that Ronald McDonald behind you actually performing magic tricks like a clown possibly should? Where is that McDonald's? It is the most jumping McDonald's I There are several things about this movie. First of all, since I have children, I have to pretend that I care about their health and I guess my own health and what we consume, like what we eat and what we drink. Um, you don't think Skittles and soda are um, top-notch? <laughs> I can't tell you the last time I had a Coke or soda of any kind. I Honestly, I can't even remember. I, I don't know. You don't care for them, yeah. Or yeah. really gone to McDonald's. I totally wanted a Coke. Like watching this, every time they're drinking Coke, I was like, that actually looks pretty good. I could kind of go for Well, it saves right lives. Oh. It saves alien lives at least. <laughs> So how I mean, this movie is dangerous, like more dangerous than anything. (laughs) This had to have contributed to the child obesity epidemic that we now find ourselves in. Right. (laughs) I would have to say, I would have to say, yeah, it was a part of it. Again, you, there were things that happened in this movie, not all of the things, but some of the things that you're like, again, I, I think I might've had a McDonald's birthday party. I know I attended McDonald's birthday parties. I know I attended as well. Yes. None of them were at all the rager that this one was that we get to see in this movie. Nobody got on the loudspeaker. It was like, Hey, guess what? The dance contest is starting right now. (laughs) No, there was a, there were dancers in the parking lot in the parking lot they were because it was some little kid's birthday party they couldn't even get to the handicapped parking spot because there were people break dancing in the parking lot and this movie's about aliens by the way this movie's about aliens (laughs) and also for as much as this movie seemingly is about mcdonald's no one is ever eating mcdonald's like this alien doesn't eat they never so they the alien what we'll get into it more but so matt gets sick at a certain point he's not well right and i don't know i didn't know if he was just watching like a sad commercial on tv and he was crying because he just (laughs) he was sitting on a lounge or a recliner with a bunch of tissues around him he is he is also sad because of his circumstances he's away from his family and he's very sensitive taking in all this stimuli about loving families but He's obviously ill, right? And when they find his later, they find his family just about dead. And they don't think, let's give them nourishment. Like, I don't know, a bowl of fruit, some some 
I don't know, some crackers even. That no, old kid basically him- runs out of that cave and he's like, get the goddamn coat! Give me the kids! <laughs> These things are dead in there! Their dead eyes are staring at me. Like, they were not moving with their eyes open. I was like, these... These puppet monsters are dead. Like these things yeah, are corpses. They're dunzos. Dunzos. And I have questions. I have a lot of questions. Yeah. No, not right now. As we go through. Oh, yeah, oh, no, oh. they're totally. I have questions about like their journey and. Mm, uh, me too. Why the FBI didn't care to follow the three family members and just follow the little guy? And how did they become separate? Like, did they walk out the door and Mac? went left and the parents went right and one place led to suburbia and the other one just an endless <laughs> the desert. desert just the desert <laughs> what? where no helicopters could see this that alien dude the dad is a tall drink of water he's big yeah. Yeah. and he's easy to miss i guess and he's got that lanky walk like a like kind of like a cowboy but a cow like a, a cowboy puppet kind of when, like, yeah. when he's just puppet moseying along just yeah. waving a gun wildly in the air i was like how why did they let him in the store away? why didn't they say you guys are gonna stay in the car we'll get you a case of cokes in the store why are they letting them shop around the problem is that it's the teenagers that are like hey little kids one who cannot walk you guys are in charge of this alien family <laughs> we gotta go get shit done so don't let them go anywhere you can't put these tidy kids in charge of this well the teenagers were the one teenager's like like the the well he is the man of the house because p.s what happened to their dad we don't know we just see him in a picture he's those are most of my questions (laughs) is what happened he's dead right like we I believe we're meant to believe he's dead, right? Not a. This is not a divorce situation. No, this is a dead. No, dead because they don't. Right? I'm guessing. Very elusive. We don't know. I feel like she's come into some money because even when they pull up to the new house, he's like, "Can we afford this?" So. <laughs> Mom, how'd you afford this? And and then at one point she goes to work and and he's like, "You know, this is her first job in ten years." I'm like, yeah. Did she have to drive? Did they have to move to California for her to get a job at Sears? And what is she doing? Is she running a Sears? Is she in charge of this? Here was my thinking with the mom and the family moving. Because where are they from? They're from Chicago. And I only say that because he wears a Chicago t-shirt. At every turn, this kid is reminding us he's from Chicago. Everything he wears. Oh, this is uh, my Chicago Cubs uh, mascot bear. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. They just made it up for this movie so an alien could hollow it out and climb inside. That is the most terrifying part it of this movie. It is very – eye holes that they cut out for him. First of oh all – They're just floppy. <laughs> and they're – but it's because the alien's eyes, like the yeah. eyes, they're a unique-looking alien. I'll say that, right? Now, we've come across aliens. I mean, They're disgusting. Well, Those things are so They do have looking. very wide – like fingernails and thumbs that kind of freaks me out a little bit but again they're aliens um the o shape the o face that they have to constantly make is a bit disturbing especially at the end when they're becoming citizens they just have buttholes for mouth yes like it's yes and that's why all they can do is drink from straws <laughs> they can't eat food he never actually has to hold like even when they find them in the cave and it's like a matter of life and death to get coke into these things they have to put a straw in and like put it in their mouth it's 
Oh, and and these things seem very malleable too. Like they're always well, they're like silly putty. They could be vacuumed yeah. up and splattered yeah, out. But their mouths can't expand. I, I whatever. I don't know. And also, Max like four feet tall when he's dressed as a bear, but about two <laughs> feet tall in every other part. When he's dancing on that counter, I'm like, that's a pretty big child. To put in there. <laughs> yeah. When in in normal in in every most scenes, he looks like like the size of like a three year old kid, but in that, he looks like a seven year old or at least seven to ten. He's huge, yeah. and that's the other thing. Like sometimes Max a puppet. Other times it's clearly somebody in a suit. Other times I don't know what's going on. Like sometimes he's just superimposed over the screen, over the action that's happening. Like, like they just stuck him to it. Oh, like like when he's the putty guy. Because that I forgot about that scene when he's okay. Let's let's. That's one of my favorite scenes because I looked at him and I went, "That is a disturbing." Yes, it is with the googly eyes. I'm frantically in my notes going, "What does he look like?" And a guy walks by and I wrote it down. He goes, "That thing looked like an omelet with two (laughs) eyes." And I went, "You nailed it, buddy. That's exactly what that thing looked like." This is our this is our one hundredth episode, and I don't even you know. And I thought we could do something or really talk about getting to 100 episodes and we certainly can if you want but i sort of want to dive into what we're doing like i don't know i don't know should we just talk about mac and me like i kind of just want to talk about mac and i me. do too i mean yeah 100 episodes i'm so proud it's wonderful i can want to keep going we did 99 before that and we'll do 101 next so let's focus on the now mac and me let's do it so 201 episodes? That's our finale? Is what you're saying right no, now? I, no, I didn't say that. Oh, I said, okay. I was All just right. keeping us... I said 99 is the one before, 101 is next. I'm not giving us a max. Oh, I thought you said we're going to do... I, I understand. I thought you said we're going to do 101 after this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now yeah. I know you're just talking about the episode I number. I predict 101 more, and then after that... 201 it's over. as far as we'll get. We just hang them up then. What year are we in, Mac and me? What year are we? 1988. 80, 88. I thought we were in 87, but we're in a sweet 88. All right. Now I have to know, did you see this in the movie theater? No. No, we talked about this at the end of last episode. I had rented this, mm-hmm. I think, one time. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't have a connection to it. The only connection I have to it is that it is... It's always in the conversation of worst movies ever made. Yeah. Um, it's a, you know, like this movie is just a punchline. Yeah. So even having not seen it since I was probably 11, it's always been in my consciousness. Like it's always just, it's talked about. It's yeah. one of the more famous movies that we've done and it's famous for being not terrible. Not good. Yeah, not good. Yeah, we had it on VHS. We had it. I think it was maybe recorded off of something, but we had it. And we watched it. My sister loved it. Did they give it out at McDonald's? Like, was there a McDonald's tie-in to this? Were there, were there Mac and Me glasses made or anything like I that? I don't think so. I don't think so. Would have been I could brilliant. have done that research easily. Would have been but brilliant, I but I don't, I really don't think that, even like, because Coke was obviously featured too, but it's not like they had like. Mac and me Coke cans or the kid, like even Deb, the neighbor, Deb. What kind of name is Deb for the little kid, by the way? I don't, <laughs> so funny. I don't know. I don't know. 
And what about her mom when he comes out in a wheelchair and he's, she just goes, like, what do I do, do about this? this? She, How am I supposed to do this? She goes, what do we do with this? Yeah. yeah what do we do with this? With this lady. Taking him. What, yeah. Like, what? Did you know this kid was in a wheelchair before you picked him up? You had to have, right? You would think. What do we do about this? What do we do? <laughs> that's that's very insensitive. And also very bizarre because you take him out of the wheelchair and then you like fold it up and put it in the trunk or something. Anybody would know what to do about this. Think, well, this is when you just want a little Gary Busey coming in as your uncle, letting them know <laughs> how to do it. Oh, my God. I didn't <laughs> think of him once through this whole You movie. didn't? How could you no, not? and I should have. I did. I want him to just be in a movie where he just randomly shows up <laughs> and, and just befriends children who are unable to walk. See? Now I'm not going to be able to think of anything but if this were a single dad situation. Because <laughs> Gary Busey, much like he was in that movie where he instantly believed that there was a werewolf. Like, he would instantly believe that there was an alien that came down. Like, one of my favorite things is how... People react to this alien because there's mm. little to no reaction by most people. Yeah. At the end of this movie. They're not nearly as, ex- like, especially for how freakish they look. Like, they don't look kind of like a human. They 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 look, like, the Deb sees the them pull up and has no, like, you would think, like, even in E.T., Drew Barrymore gave a good-hearted scream. We all know the scream when she first saw the little E.T., right? Nobody ever has a screaming reaction, do they? No. When they see? No. The neighbor even says, like, what was that? And the kid goes, uh, that was my brother. No question yeah. from the neighbor. She's like, oh, that's a bit strange. <laughs> no, nobody freaks out. The mom at the end of this movie, aliens show up. Now, I understand her child's dead and she's got other things nope, on No, but mind. they perform like a seance around him. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody, like... Not the cops. Not anybody sees these things. Is like, well, holy shit! What is that? So let's none of them. Let's say how we meet them, okay? Because we do. Oh sure, we're, of course. Because we, we meet them right we, from we, jump. Right from the jump, we see right them. in. We get our backstory right away. Who are these aliens? Well, I guess they live on a planet that has Saturn as their sunset, so they're very close. To <laughs> Wait a second. Hold on. Right. Saturn as their sunset. I don't. I know we're not a science podcast, Jamie. I I believed it as though they lived on one of Saturn's moons. Okay. Does that sound? You know, it has a bunch. Saturn's not the sun. I'm not sure if you're. No, but that's how they. It looks like, right. Okay, it's giant in the background. Yes, yes. yes. <clears throat> so they're close to Saturn, which makes their travel to Earth. Insane, because this should take years and decades to get here. Well, no, it's like on... later that afternoon, they're here. <laughs> it is. It is rapid. They, but yeah, but they, their planet or their yeah, their planet where their home is not in the best shape. It would appear that they are the last, maybe because they don't look very they unless that's just the way they walk because they do have this like frail look and stance about them but it looks as they if, don't appear to get any better or act different as this movie goes but again like, if you're on a skittles and coke diet what's your what are you looking <laughs> like maybe somebody should give these to a quarter pounder 
or this family. They could <laughs> just, split it. Just blend it up and put a funnel in that hole and just what dump it all in. What about a McFlurry? In. I guess, did they have McFlurries in the 80s? They did, right? They had, they if they didn't, they had just They had a shake shakes. of some they kind, yeah. Just shove a French fry in that hole. It's French fry <laughs> size. Just <laughs> shove a French fry. I don't know, like oh, something. I, I, I. It's weird that McDonald's food is not in this movie. That was, for as much as McDonald's is all over this thing, I was amazed that at no point does the kid just not like. Have a well, when we're in, in McDonald's, there's a lot more dancing happening. They're busy, dancing. so you can't dance and eat a fry. We do talk about wanting to get a quarter pounder or a burger or something. Um, okay. But you're This right. movie would have you believe. If you had showed this movie to someone who never saw McDonald's or knew what it was, I think they would think that it was some sort of dance club. <laughs> we don't see anybody serving food. It's just a place to go to dance. There's a football team dancing. There's a there. Fo- there is a football team and there's a little girl. I don't know if you noticed her. She's this little blonde or redheaded girl. And she looks so annoyed because she's like, they've worked out this routine and there's little children dancing. There's like you said, football players dancing. I think there's security, like police officers that are involved in the dance. Sure, and why not? this one little girl in the scene, she's in it twice. She looks like so mad that they're, the camera's not focusing on her. It's not that you want to watch the dance scene again, but um, if you did, Jamie, if there's one scene in this movie that I would watch many times, it's that. It's that one. Yeah, I was so not when he when rolls down the hill. Well, <laughs> into the water. I mean, yes, but that's that's really quick. I don't even know that I would call it a scene. Yeah, I guess no. it's a scene technically, but no, that dance party, like that is that's an event. That's and that's what makes. I mean. Like sure. the whole time I'm that's watching it, that's, yeah. yes. I was like, oh, when do we get, so, so <clears throat> we meet them on their planet and we realize they're sucking, they have their own straws on their planet and they drink something out of the ground. And then is it like a, a, a NASA space satellite? Some kind of, yes, comes to their planet or to take samples and pictures and suck things up in its vacuum and mm. <laughs> It yeah. sucks up the entire family because, like you said, they look kind of like putty. I don't know what they're made of. Not bones. Um, but <laughs> no, they... there's not a bone to be seen because, like, yeah, we find out that this family's greatest weakness is being sucked into things. Like, yeah. that is what these aliens, they can't be electrocuted. They can't be blown up. They can't be set on fire. They can't be shot and killed. They can be sucked into a normal, ordinary vacuum cleaner. But even that doesn't home. hurt them. They could they could bust out of them. Yeah, I mean they seem frazzled by it, and and yeah. And the other thing is, NASA doesn't seem to be aware that they have sucked up aliens. No, like, that's look. curious because there's a camera on this satellite thing taking pictures, <laughs> yes. and you would think that some of the Evidence that they gained from, like, the, they take a sand sample, that it would show that there was some life form there. So so the satellite you, you mentioned, it takes this very quick trip through the galaxy. <laughs> and then we have our, our, our NASA guys that are in, inspecting all the, the compartments, taking it apart. Again, no clue that there's an alien family sucked up in there. No. 
There's no, no other signs. Uh, there is some kind of globity gloop that they find that they get a little suspicious. Hmm, maybe. And they're literally taking this this um, this satellite apart, kind of little piece. Yeah, they're just taking the things off of it. Like, oh, look, here's some rocks and here's some dust. And they open a panel and then alien, like an alien head just pops out. Yeah. And this is the most incompetent NASA research facility Ever like we were saying before, how did they let them escape well, so easily? There's a guy, so one of the lead guys, so the family gets out now. We see that it's and they're kind of startled and they walk over with their weird kind of you know, drunken puppet. It's kinda of like a uh um who's that pirate, the Johnny Depp when he's Captain Jack Sparrow <laughs> kind oh, okay. of walk like sure. that. A little drunk, a little um <laughs> All right. okay. So and they they don't. I seem... enjoyed. I think I enjoyed drunk <laughs> puppet a little bit more. Okay. Um, they don't seem dangerous or angry, but there's definitely a NASA guy that's like, just just let them just let them go. Let's just just see what they do. So what do they do? <laughs> see what they do. They, they escape and they are strong. They, like they can the bust glass. through. Yes, they can bust through things. And now when Mac is first, Mac the littlest one. Um, our, our titular guy here, he runs around kind of like a little lunatic. I think that's how he gets a, like away from his family is because they kind of wander together. Um, the mom, the dad, there's a but Max, like the fastest baby. one he's moving. Yeah. I mean, he's the littlest one. He's the fastest he's one because yeah, there's a, there's a mom, there's a dad. And then we find out later it's his sister, which I don't understand how anybody came to that conclusion. These are genderless creatures. How do we find out it's a sister? Oh, the little sister. It's uh, in a dress at the oh, end of this. Right. That's how we find <laughs> out. Right. No, yeah, you're right. It's, it's <laughs> even when they're feeding them coke in that mine shaft, the one kid's like, oh, this must be his sister. I'm like, how the hell do you oh, yeah. know that? They are genderless. Where did you come up with that? Mm-hmm. They all have just like smooth genitals like there's there's nothing it's like a Barbie there. doll down there <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah. there's no like i mean the one's the dad because i guess he's the tallest yeah <laughs> the, the woman's slightly smaller and then there's another one that's even smaller i guess they realize it's his sister because everybody in this movie like there's two well i don't know i don't know it's so dumb i don't understand why they think it's his sister but it is but it is we found out they're right yeah this is his, well she wears a dress later um they so he when mac gets out i didn't remember this when mac gets out he somehow gets he goes running and he gets hit by a car and we mentioned he gets squished like silly putty like eggs <laughs> Um, yes. With eyeballs. An omelet with eyes. An omelet yes. with eyes on someone's windshield and causes this com- like crazy car accident scene because mm-hmm. all these cars kind of jumble up into each other. And in the traffic in a van is yeah. um, little Eric's family. Um, oh my Eric's God. mom, this, his brother, this Michael. This van? Did you? Did you take a good look at this van? I, a van that has blinds in the back? Yeah. That's a sex van. Like, that well, is what those blinds are for, clearly. Well, I think in the 80s, I remember when these fancy vans came out. They were, the like, the family van or the sexy <laughs> van later right, yes. when their teenagers started to take them then to concerts and whatnot. But remember, well, 
vaguely. I remember, I feel like my one, my uncle had one, um, and they were like little living rooms in the back. Um, <laughs> they were. You can play with like a disco ball well, and shag carpeting. No, no, no. Very, I understand what you're saying. But we yes. do see the back, but in the setup of this van is more conventional. There's actual seats and stuff back sure. there. Yeah. But, but, but also this is when we find out that our main protagonist, the main boy in this, is in a wheelchair. So when there was the car accident um, that we were talking about, uh, did you notice there was one guy that was in the accident because his car, I guess, caught on fire, and they just spray him down with. <laughs> With a fire extinguisher? Some woman. Okay. And this lady has the smallest fire extinguisher I've ever seen, and she's spraying this dude. His car is covered covered. with this foam. Just covered. Okay. I just Just want to make sure that that wasn't just what I watched. Okay. All right. And did you notice that Budnick was in this? No. Budnick from Salute Your Shorts, the little red-haired kid. He's looking out the window. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh And, And that's when I was like, wait a minute. How did I never know that he was the main character? Nope, never in this no, movie No, because we don't have to see him again. No, gone. yeah. Probably one of the most recognizable actors in the movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but just in that one scene, yeah. Um, yeah, but Mac Mac uh, finds this van and somehow he hides out in it. I don't know how he gets in it without them Nobody seeing. knows how he gets but in. But he does see that they have a, a, a McDonald's drink with a straw in it, right? So that's why he's like, this is a good place to be because they have the straws. They have the straws on my homeland. I'm going to get in this car. And he hides out in the back. Mm -hmm. And and suddenly, like, we see that the police or NASA or whatever, the military have descended on this area. Mm -hmm. And they do the most cursory look inside this van. The guy has a flashlight and just kind of like is peering through the blinds so casually and then goes no 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 you guys are good let's yeah, let's yeah. keep it moving here aliens just escaped four aliens just escaped and and one rolled out comically rolled out into traffic yeah, yeah. and caused a huge pile up and you're just like nah everybody's good uh, we're I'm good sure we'll just keep driving it. just keep driving crazy uh, yeah and none of these people turn around it falls asleep on the back seat Mac lays down on the back seat of this van and falls asleep. And at no time, he's whistling, he's farting or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, nobody burps. turns around. Like, nobody no. looks in no. the back of this van. Uh-uh. And he's little, but he's not so tiny like a leprechaun that you can't see him because they drive. No. So they are on, and they drive for a minute because then the next day, he's like, the sun is pouring coffee for her out of a thermos because they're on a road trip. They're going from Chicago to California, apparently. And I don't know that she's really sleeping. Like, they didn't stop at a hotel that we've seen. So they keep on driving, and they um, they just arrive to their new home in uh, California. And like I do have to say, yeah. the mom in this movie, um, oh, no, what's her name? I didn't write it down. Oh, she's pretty – I like her. She's been in Yeah, stuff. she's really – she is doing the most with this movie. Like, she – yeah, she's like, listen – this is a piece of shit, but I'm just going to give yeah. it my all. She's and she's playing work. this, like, put upon, stressed out beyond belief mom mm-hmm. so well. Mm-hmm. So well. I agree. I agree. The kids in this movie, not so much. Well, They're not great. Well, <laughs> is the kid, I should have looked this up. Is is Eric really paralyzed? Is he really in a wheelchair? He is. Okay. Yeah, he okay. is. I wondered he really about is. that. Okay. Yes. I yeah. appreciate that, then. 
Not that I. <laughs> this is on the next day when they're still in this van driving around. And she's like, kids, we're almost there. And Eric, the main character, looks around outside and goes, look at all these cars. This looks pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> what? You're just driving down a road? You're impressed by the number of cars that are on the And didn't street. you live in Chicago, kid? Like, <laughs> Yes. I don't know. We Look don't... at all these cars. Yeah. We never saw people in Chicago. I love when they pull up to the house. Like we mentioned, they pull up to the house and he says, Mom, we could afford this? And they give, Mom gives them a cute little tour. They're all excited. All these like I said, I, how about the shit that this mom gives the movers when she's like, what's your, what are you doing with those boxes? You're yeah. just throwing them all around. And the movers <laughs> like, oh, those are just our moving pads. Oh, all right, then. She, she <laughs> just Why is this needed, in this movie? <laughs> she just needed to get bossy on something because she's like, she's got two yeah. good kids, you know, the, <laughs> the one son is really like he steps it up. He's helping her build shit and stuff when they first move in. He's like using a saw and a drill. Just a circular saw in the <laughs> living room. That is not a great idea. From like a 15-year-old. Maybe he's yes. a little older than that. But And I don't know what he's cutting wood for either. He's just cutting pieces of wood for seemingly no reason. Well, it's just so that later Mac can then use the saw and the drill. Um, yeah, I, when this I, movie I, turns into a turns into a horror film for about three minutes. <laughs> when that kid goes down the hall and a drill, come, a huge drill comes through the wall. And then behind it is the big googly eye. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What's happening? And why did he need to jump in the shower? What's he doing besides making yeah. red feet or wet feet marks? How, how does he know how to use a shower? <laughs> Turn it on? <laughs> Sorry, I am. And the mom. I did so, not, many I'm questions. This, so many I'm questions. So many questions. I this very humorous just because of what happens later in the movie. How the mom's like, this place is great. It's clearly a ranch. There's yeah. no stairs. No, you know, that's this the great part. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, low counters. Isn't this great? All the windows are low. You can see Not out the, the one windows. in his bedroom, though. Did you see when she takes no, it? it's so high. It's so high. <laughs> yeah, she gives him the tour of his bedroom, and the windows that are in there are, like, above a bookshelf. Like, you yeah. can't see out. I'm like, well... Well, I don't know about the windows in his yeah. room, Mom, but but no, it seems like a nice the house. The biggest and... flaw of this house, though, is the fact that the backyard is basically a ramp <laughs> straight into a cliff that drops you into well, a they, quarry they lake. Live, I'm guessing it's Northern California. It's very hilly where they are. It's very hilly. Oh, my God. Because there there's not more even than one scene. No there's fence or a <laughs> gate or anything. There, there is more than one scene where he is rolling down a hill in his wheelchair. Um, and you got to wonder, you got to wonder, did mom really think about all the aspects of the neighborhood? <laughs> what about when they go for a run together? Oh, my God. Sorry. That's <laughs> that is the most purposeless scene of this movie where it's intercut with them taking a run and Mac getting chased by dogs and he's up in a tree. And they yeah, but then it leads to that over this. It leads to that beautiful moment. Wait, okay, we're all over the map. We always are. And when Mac and me, how can you not be? But yeah, that's a beautiful, uh, not beautiful, it's silly beautiful when he, um, oh, we'll get there. Okay, we'll get there. I like to to put it out there. Can we talk the about how the neighbor girl, when they pull up, is sitting in full headdress? Oh, yeah, like dressed like a Native across American. Across the street? Yeah. Yes. I thought that would go somewhere. Like, I thought she would... 
be spiritual or hippy dippy or talk about her Native American roots or something. But no, it's a weird way to introduce a character. It is. Well, she's because she's kind of just the neighbor. Like she's kind of just. She reminds me of um, from Small Wonder, the little neighbor girl in Small Wonder. Definitely. That's because yeah. she like pops in his window or pops in the house at one point and is like, "Hey, I'm here," and he's like, "What are you doing?" So he's that's like, after he meets with that weird doctor. She's just standing in the doorway, <laughs> like, "Hey, I'm here to hang out." The doctor who's like, "Hey, um, I want to be alone with your adolescent son for a minute." Uh, is that ever is that okay? Cool? <laughs> no, that's never okay. <laughs> Those are red flags. If you even go to a doctor's office and the doctor's like, can you leave me alone with your child for just a few minutes? <laughs> you say no. And, and then, you report that person. And then you the doctor gives leave. you a sleeping pill. <laughs> so uh, your mom tells me you've been seeing things. <laughs> just take this sedative. Like, it's cool, right? <laughs> Nobody needs to know. And later on, when he's dead, is that the same doctor that shows up, looks at him, doesn't even examine him, and goes, there's nothing I can do. I love that there is a doctor, like, in all the midst of that chaos, there is a doctor there to confirm that he's dead. He was probably just shopping at the store. So much chaos ensues at the end. And why does that store explode the way it does? <laughs> no, I'm telling you. All of a sudden, we're like, calm. We're okay. Oh, we found the family. They're okay. Okay, we're going to save them. Yeah, let's get this, some stuff from the store. Holy shit, what's happening? There's guns. And now there's explosions. This movie goes from like... And so I forgot. I just forgot because mm-hmm. it had been a while. I So they sure. never... It takes a while for there to really be a relationship between Mac and Eric. So Mac kind of appears. So so they arrive to the new house. The little neighbor girl in her Indian headdress sees Mac and is not weirded out by it. Um, He doesn't yet know that Mac is there, right? Eric still doesn't know it until... No, he doesn't know it. The alien, the alien does a good thing with the older brother when the older brother puts on the glasses. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And when he puts them on, <laughs> Max in the doorway, and then he takes them off and he's gone. And he does it like three or four times. Yes, yeah, yeah. And the older brother also at one point I found this amusing. He has a big box. They're unpacking. Right. So he has this giant box and he pulls out boxing gloves. A bike <laughs> wheel, just a wheel, and then toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, and a toilet paper roll. Um, no, when we first, when he first sees Mac, it's when he's playing with his remote control car, and he goes to take the batteries out, and then the remote control car works on its own because Mac is somehow they can they use electricity. Um, so yeah, the cheapest effect of this movie. Look, the remote control car seems to be moving yeah, on its own. It goes all by itself, but it goes all up the wall. It goes a little crazy, right? And that's when he first is like, oh, what's, who's this? What's this? And then he gets the full, fuller glimpse when, as we've said, Mac takes a shower and then runs out of the shower, leaving wet footprints everywhere. Footpr- yeah, wet footprints everywhere, and he follows them outside. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I love how he follows them outside, and then his mom's like, what are you doing? And he's like, there's footprints, and they're gone. They're gone. <laughs> they, they're gone. They, just they did. instantly dried. Yep. This is also where he's unpacking, um, what's his name? Billy? Eric. His, Eric. Eric. Mm-hmm. 
He's unpacking. This is where we do see a picture of the entire family. Oh, yeah, with the dad. The dad looks yeah. like a the jolly little guy. Like, he looked kind of like Bob Vila. Yeah, kinda. yeah. Yeah. Little beard and everything, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I just, that's that's when I was like, hmm, what happened here? What what happened You want to assume that he father. D- passed away, but we don't, there's no mention of it. There's no mention of a bitter divorce, and there's no mention of a funeral. There's, we don't know. We just know right, there's, there's no, no mention death. of, like, maybe that's why they have to leave. Maybe there's just so many bad memories there. Maybe there was a household accident. They just can't live in that house anymore. You want to know the backstory on does that. Does the father's death have anything to do with this kid being paralyzed? Maybe. Oh, yeah, we don't know. No, I think this has been a his life. This is... Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. That's the sense said that I got. Quite decisively. All right. <laughs> okay. Great. Yeah, it's a strong sense that I got for that. But um so that night after they kind of settle in and the and the older boys cutting wood in the living room. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. do see that Mac is crying. This oh, poor yeah. alien is in tears are streaming down Because his face. he's watching. So he's like silently observing Eric with his family. Mom's tucking him into bed and reading to him. And he's really sad because he's not only. I mean, think about it. Poor thing. He's in this new place. He doesn't know yeah. anybody. And now he misses his family. And this just makes him miss him more. But lucky for him, there's this weird hand gesture, whistle noise that his family can make and he can make it to them. It's sort of their Fifle Goes West um, somewhere out there. It's sort of their ET phone home. It's sort of their finger glow. Yeah. Oh, are we not supposed to compare this to ET or is that off the table? It's just so much. I guess, yeah, you're supposed to. Yes. Well. Oh. Oh. <laughs> How can you not? What are we doing? Eric, We're avoiding the fact that this is just an E.T. knockoff. Eric, you're no Elliot. And I'm sorry, Deb. No. You're no uh, sorry, Drew Barrymore. Deb, you're... Yeah, I guess she would be the Drew mm-hmm. Barrymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he has an older brother and a younger sister in that movie, right? Because mm-hmm. the older brother is the one who has the friends with the bikes mm-hmm. and everything like that. and hmm. Much more yeah, magic, this. much more magic in that movie. But I didn't see a McDonald's dance scene. I didn't see one in E.T. So Listen, that's you mash that into E.T. It's the perfect movie. <laughs> <laughs> likely so, likely so. Um, oh. The police in E.T. didn't run as much as these guys did. <laughs> they were Those more deliberate and thoughtful. Are on foot the whole time. Well. It's a small And they're older town. cops, too. These guys are, like, <laughs> in their 60s, and they are booking it after this kid in a wheelchair. And they're always, like, eight feet behind him. It's they're hard. really moving. They're I'm even surprised. running at the end when they're trying to get to the immigration ceremony. There's two of them running <laughs> again. I love it when they get locked in Sears, and the one guy's like, ah! And yeah. he throws a TV through the door. That's what you got to do. You got to get out. You got to chase. Get yeah. that alien. <laughs> I love that she works at Sears at the mall. I love it. I love it because it comes to nothing, makes no sense. No. It's just no so that they this. could go to the mall at one point, just to get them. And also, these kids aren't at school. 
I think it's summer. I'm going to blame summer. I would no? say that too. But when the when the horny older brother's on the phone with Courtney next door. Oh, yeah. They talk about studying. Yeah. He's you're like, right. oh, what are you doing? Oh, you're studying. Oh, that's my that's my good subject. I can certainly help you at any time. And I'm like, what? Does this all take place over the weekend? And why does her mom go to work one day and then the next day she's home jogging all day? <laughs> Did she start on a Friday? Like, I don't understand. Like, there's so many questions that have nothing to do with an alien about this movie. <laughs> so many things that don't make sense. They just don't. It's like, <clears throat> okay, so this is then when, isn't this when Mac, uh, again, does the drills a hole in the wall and uh, causes all this chaos inside the house. Saws he a cuts hole a in the... weird yeah. triangle in the front door with the circular saw. Yeah. He's also redecorated their home. With what, though? Like outside. It's like yeah. he dug up trees and brought them in. And the mom thinks this kid in a wheelchair did it. <laughs> did it. And she is what put did you do? out. I like it. She's so mad. And then she's like, I can't handle this. I'm going back to bed. <laughs> and she just goes... <laughs> One of my favorite parts is when she goes, my mother's painting. This is a hundred years old. And I'm like, wait, did your mother paint that? How old is your mother? And also it just looks like a shitty painting that would hang in a hotel, like a holiday inn. Like, it looks like garbage. And she's, she's so upset about this. She's devastated. But yes. Some, this alien dragged trees in and decorated their house. Like it was the outdoors. But again, for no reason. It doesn't make sense. No. no. I There's think, no trees I think from it, his planet. Like, I don't know what he's trying to do. I think he was maybe trying to... He's trying to, I guess, win them over somehow, right? I don't know why. I don't know. It didn't... That didn't make sense. Why So that's the equivalent to, like, your cat bringing a dead mouse to your front door? I guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay, like, I'll just right. bring... And then, isn't this when he leaves them the little message? Like, he's cut out, like, a newspaper clipping and some some... Some like some clues, which they don't the understand. Where I, where I looked at it, I was like, "Why did he give them a Valvoline ad? Like yeah. that thing is the Valvoline logo." Yeah, yeah. I really, yeah. I really didn't understand what that was until the end. They go by a billboard, and I was like, "Oh, that's the Valvoline logo again. This must mean something." Because I didn't know what he was doing. But now he's giving them a message as to where his family is, right? Because there's the Valvoline thing. There's pictures of horses. Because later, that's so random too. That when we drive down this random road, there's just wild horses in the following them to this cavern that they're stuck in. Um, cave, whatever. Anyway, um, so does he But he get, didn't know they were in the cave at this point. They were still just wandering through the desert. But does he get message? Like, when he does his special little whistle hand thing, is he getting messages from his family, too? Like, this is where we are, that, so you'll find us by the horses. That must be what's happening. Okay. Yes, because they're whistling back to him. He's whistling. It's <laughs> funny, though, because the family doesn't seem to be looking for him. Like, no, they're the just family trying to seems hide to be out. walking in the wrong direction the whole time. Yeah, they're walking way away from him, and they're, they're. I think they're just trying to hide out from from the government, trying to or NASA trying to find them. Maybe. Um, Your but guess they is really want to become citizens. Is what they really. Want. <laughs> Do they even want this? Do they even <laughs> want to become citizens at the end? Why do we make them wear clothes? Why have we taught them shame? We're like, you know what? Now that you're citizens, you better cover up those naughty well, bits that don't exist. They could cover up those awkward 
bony knees of theirs. The woman, and why are they dressed this way? The woman's dressed like Lucille Ball. Like she's <laughs> wearing an old 50s dress with like a Jackie O pillbox hat on top. And she has her ears pierced. They got their ears pierced. And this is what you do when you're a citizen. I don't like it. You I don't made like you uncomfortable. That. Yes, and then they get in a car at the end of drive. I'm like, when did they learn to drive? When did they buy a car? They drive a pink Cadillac. They're getting so Americanized. I know. Any of this out? Oh I thought God. that they would zap back to their planet. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do, yes. right? With maybe some extra, like, cases of Diet Coke, you know? Um, but that's, no, they're here to stay. Nobody else at this ceremony is like, what the fuck is oh, this? No. Like, look no. at that over there. Everybody else is like, uh-huh. All right. Uh, I understand mm-hmm. this oath. Mm-hmm. I'll just stare at this judge the whole time. Don't worry about those things. Don't worry about the, the alien family. Don't worry about the alien family. Getting in, getting in too. Becoming citizens. And why did the police, why did the police even have to show up for this? The guys are running. They're like, oh, we're late. <laughs> because it's exciting. So Matt gets really sad because his mom's really upset, and he um, he just kind of goes for a ride down the hill. Like you said, their backyard isn't very secure, but it is very hilly. Um, and he just takes off. He just he goes too fast and goes flying down this hill. Deb, the neighbor, sees him. Is just screaming after him, Eric, Eric. And sure enough, he falls off a cliff into water with his wheelchair. He in the wheelchair or in water. You see this kid roll down this hill mm-hmm. and the cut to suddenly a puppet child strapped <laughs> into this wheelchair <laughs> is so hilarious. Uh-huh. This thing doesn't look real at all mm-hmm. and it's not moving. It's clearly like lashed down so the arms mm-hmm. and legs can't mm-hmm. flail around. Oh, it's so – and this kid just – Hits this water. Oh, Just yeah. hits the water and then sinks. We get to watch him sink. You see his little head poking up and she's yelling at him, come on. And I'm like, I don't think he can move his legs. And the whole thing I know from swimming is kick your feet. Kick your feet, right? What's he going to do? Well, I'll tell you what he's going to do. His little alien friend comes and pushes him from the wheelchair on up onto shore and yeah, this then kid is still in the wheelchair. He's still in the wheelchair. He never let he, go of the wheelchair. And He's the, strapped in. You have to buckle just, yourself into those things. Wait yeah. a minute. I don't think so. Well, Do he, you? Yeah. No, you yeah. don't have to. You don't have to, but you can, and maybe he was, especially if okay. he's going for right. a hill ride. All right. Okay. Well, then that that makes sense why he didn't fall out or why the wheelchair didn't sink before he did <laughs> while they went down together. Oh my god. And the mom, the mom, I I don't know what she thinks happened. I don't know if I'm not saying she might think that he did this on purpose, oh, but yeah. I think she feels really bad. Yeah. Cuz she just yelled at him and then he appears to have tried to commit suicide. Yeah. Yeah, things get a little heavy for a second. Yeah. Cuz she even runs down there with the son, with the older son. And her first question is, what did he do? Yeah. Why like, did oh, he do it? Man. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> then the doctor you comes. You know what? She handles it. She handles it well, though. She handles it like a trooper. I mean, the alien did save him. They Do they see? Nobody sees No. This, right? He gets away. You know? No. I think she, I think maybe Deb knows. Deb might be in on, on Max. Well, Deb out. knows. She's seen this thing several times already. Yeah. Yeah. And she's not, again, not freaked out by it. Not scared at all. They take her to Sears to work, like you had said. The doctor comes. <laughs> uh, she goes into uh, to work. 
And what is after the doctor comes, like I said, Deb pops in after this and starts talking to him about this alien. Then her sister, Courtney, decked out head to toe in McDonald's gear. Oh, yeah, comes yeah. In to get her. And what is this weird exchange where Debbie looks at Eric and goes, hey, call me later. Wink, wink. Like, what? About what? This alien? Like, call me. It doesn't make any sense. But we do see that her sister works at McDonald's. Yes. And uh, this is when the older brother meets uh, this Courtney girl and is like, why didn't you tell me about this annoying girl's sister? Yeah. And uh, yeah, big, big job at Sears. Big job at Sears. First job in 10 years. And I was amazed at this. I was like, oh, that older kid's old enough to drive. I had no idea. He did not yeah, look he doesn't look no. 16. Very responsible. Me. Like I said, he's become the man of the family. So he's taken mom to work and then uh, I guess off to McDonald's for some snacks. And then I guess back home. Well, yeah, because this is where. Eric has a plan. I don't know why he knows that this thing is into Coke. Does he have any reason to think this? Yeah, this because it drinks. Because there was the morning that it did that. It, I don't know if it was the same morning that it rearranged all the furniture and brought things inside from outside. Okay. But it drinks. That's what it does is it drinks his drinks. This kid basically takes a bunch of Skittles and a bunch yeah. of straws. I love how he lures them in with straws because he just like drops them every now and then. But then he takes paper cups and puts Coke in them. You know, it's, again, I mean, it's E.T. with the Reese's Pieces. <laughs> like, this movie, how did did Spielberg, I really didn't look into this, but did Spielberg, like, sue the crap out of these people? He clearly could I don't, I don't could know have. if he just thought it was, like, such a poor knockoff that it didn't matter. Because that's how I felt. Like, yeah, obviously, you can make comparisons. I mean, obviously. But you really, at the core, you cannot. Because this movie is not E.T. No way. So... No, 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 no. But, I mean, like, it's one thing a kid meets an alien. Okay, fine. Oh, yeah, but all that... No, I you get can do it. do that many yeah. different ways. But you can't lead him with... You can't be like, well... They didn't let Spielberg use M&M's, so that company's not letting us use yeah, M&M's. Yeah, yeah. And he used Reese's Pieces. We can't do that. What's another candy maybe that's small and it round package, and colorful yeah. and maybe has an S on it? <laughs> it's just Starburst so, didn't work. It's Starburst. Yeah. You think that alien's going to peel us with those giant mitts of his? <laughs> no. you got to get Skittles. He can Skittles shove works. them in that tiny hole in his face. You could suck them in a straw if you needed to, really. Yeah. I guess those are the only things that fit right. <laughs> so Debbie comes over. She's wearing this vacuum like she's a Ghostbuster, which I thought <laughs> oh was Oh, my great. God. Yeah, she's got – he tells her you got that vacuum strapped on, and it is. <laughs> right. Like it's her yes. plasma This pack. is another moment in this movie where a kid – we just saw him fly off a cliff and, and a puppet child was there. I think Debbie's a puppet child when she's getting thrown <laughs> around this room. Oh, yeah. This is awesome. This is so awesome when Debbie gets <laughs> – it's next to my favorite besides the dancing in McDonald's. Um, they lure him with, like you said, this, the, the Skittles and the Coke, and then they get him in the vacuum. And when he's in the vacuum, it's just, the vacuum goes wild and she goes onto the ceiling. She gets wrapped <laughs> all over the place. And the whole time the backpack is on her. And like you said, it's not a real girl, obviously. At par- and she's just like screaming. I think, get this off of me. Get it off of me. Stop it. And they're just like, Debbie, Debbie. They're screaming, Debbie. It's <laughs> Debbie, chaos. Going right? yeah, she's yelling the whole time. Her neck is not snapped like it would be in real life. She was smashed against the ceiling and the walls. 
but then they finally the older brother comes and they convince him that there's an alien in this vacuum cleaner. Yeah. They then blow him out or they something. They put it like in the reverse. The vacuum cleaner yeah, explodes they, or something? No, he says he's going to put it in reverse, the vacuum, so that it okay. spits it back right. out. Their mom gets home from work right after this and they're like, oh, there's an alien and, and you got to go check this out or, or something's going on. And, and the lights are flashing in the house and all the, the entire neighborhood's all in darkness and it's all strange and bizarre. Um, but, of course, she doesn't see the alien. He's gone by this time. Mm-mm. Um, and this is also where we do see that the FBI or whatever apparently knows that this alien is with them because they're like staking them out. These dudes are sitting outside their house watching everything. Yeah, yeah. They know. They must know. Somehow they got the hot tip that they, you know, <laughs> maybe it was when the kid got saved from the water. Yeah, it was sure. right after he talked to the doctor. The doctor yeah. was like, I better call somebody about yeah, this. Yeah, 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 because he's seeing somebody. I'll put him to sleep, but we'll... <laughs> oh, the house gets cleaned, P.S., too. The mom still doesn't think it's... The mom again thinks his kids did it. Yeah, yeah, and just so <laughs> proud that they're so sweet. They still like, don't, These no, kids don't aren't get spackling it. the wall. They're not spackling mm-hmm. the wall in the middle of the night, sanding it down, repainting everything. Mm-hmm. This is magic. Mm-hmm. This is an alien monster that they didn't buy a new door and put it up. He does amazing work, Bat Mac. And I think the brother even says, like, if this if he did this, we need to rent him out. Like he's amazing. Yeah. Um then this is when they go for their run and that we have what we talked about, the dogs chasing Mac, and Mac is up in a tree, and there's this terrible song about tired of being all by myself and now we're best friends forever but it's an interesting choice for a song because mac is alone up in the tree he's not hanging out with eric and this song, eric and his mom are on a run the but, singer sounds like peter satara it sounds yeah. like i am a man who will fight for your on and i'm like this song doesn't make any sense in no. this this no, isn't not a at this mon- point. This isn't like a it's love barely a montage, story. Yeah. There's no, no montage. It is literally no. the mom going for a job. And the Mac watching sad from a treetop because he's not able to make connections. I don't know. <laughs> he is. <laughs> You're right. It is shot so hilariously because he is sad in a treetop, but it's yeah. shot above him down and she's surrounded by like if anything could we have seen a montage of eric and and mac getting to know each other and drinking cokes and counting skittles and playing remote control cars together like that's what we needed with this song no <laughs> Wouldn't that make much more sense than when everything finally does go down? He's like, oh, this alien seems really yeah. sad. Hmm. I don't know. Let's put him in bear costume. Well, what? so the alien is sad and he's in the house and he's watching his TV, as you said. And and maybe he's sick. I thought I took it that he was starting to get weaker and sicker. And the idea of giving him, I don't know, more soda wouldn't necessarily make him better. But this is when they do have a connection, right? Right. And this is where I looked and I was like, we're like an hour into this movie. Yeah, yeah. We're an hour in. In E.T., what is it, 20 minutes? A half hour? Maybe? And then they get to have adventures together. This is just like, here we go. And this movie from this point on, here's the the one, here's the most negative thing I would say about this movie. Mm -hmm. Other than the McDonald's scene 
and the convenience store, uh, him falling in the, the, you know, him launching himself down their backyard right. and the swearing in at the end. This movie's kind of super boring. Like, oh, yeah. there are just long stretches of people driving, people yeah. going for jogs. Like, nothing is happening. These There's no connection with the, the, the kid in this alien, and that's what this movie should be. That's what we're missing. No, I agree. I agree. And there could be such a special connection because he's a kid in the wheelchair, and this is a goofy-looking alien, and there was nobody else on his planet. And then there's this spunky little neighbor girl. Like, there could have been something really cute that happened between all of them. But we don't. The good thing is, I just mentioned like four or five great scenes. I've already mentioned only one, which means in the last forty minutes of this movie, we get hit it is with just them all. Yeah. when you when you get to McDonald's, this movie is breakneck speed nonsense crazy until the very end. That's a good way to put it. You're right. You're right. Then the shit goes down. Right, because we're we're about to get in the the again. They've got this this poor sad alien and they're what are we going to do with him and how are we going to help him and he needs our help and but shit we have that birthday party to go to at mcdonald's (laughs) we have that birthday party i think it's so great how debbie's like oh yeah my friend she's having a birthday party you know what i'll invite you also because she'll be cool with that no problem yeah yeah well did you see the size of the party yeah yeah my mom's (laughs) are these football players at this 10 year old's birthday party is everybody there for this party? I hope so. I don't know. Is Ronald McDonald high at this birthday party? Because I think so. I don't I don't like Ronald McDonald. I think he makes me as uncomfortable as he does most people. And it's even more disturbing to watch him do magic and hear him talk to children. I don't like it one bit. He's crouched down talking to these kids, pulling flowers out and shit. And I'm like... Oh, I guess he is a clown. Like, I guess he should be doing this stuff. But normally, I don't know, he just skates around on ponds in commercials. Like, it was so weird to see him do clown things. (laughs) Oh, Ronnie McDonald. Debbie's mom shows up. And as we said, she can't deal with a kid in a wheelchair. She has no idea what's going on. She's like, what do we do? What is this? The kid, Eric, says to uh, Debbie, he's like, go out, go stall your mom. I'll deal with this. Oh, Don't yeah. Worry. yeah. We got it. Yeah, because now they have to do something. They can't leave this alien. Yep. We see him wheel himself out then with this teddy bear that he has. Mac is in it. Mac is now twice the size that he normally is in this movie. It's a teddy bear the size of a four-year-old. Yeah. I love it when the um, when Debbie's mom goes, uh, he's a little old for a teddy bear, don't you think? And yeah. Debbie goes, he's from Illinois. <laughs> yeah. And the mom just kind of goes. And that's okay yep, for the all mom. Right, all right, yeah. I got it. Yeah. That's okay for the mom. She's like, yeah. She puts yeah. she puts this bear in the back seat and it crawls across. It crawls well, he across. He convinces her because she's like, is this a moving bear? Does it talk? And he says that it's a bear that he's had for a long time, but it's electronic. It just got its new microchip in. He makes up this whole bullshit story, and the mom's like, oh, all right. Illinois, huh? Oh, I've had this bear my whole life. Well, why is it moving and looking at me and blinking? <laughs> he's like, yeah. oh, well, it's one of those new bears. New bears? You said you've had it your whole life. I mean, we put new <laughs> microchips in it. What does that mean? Mom buys it. Mom's like, oh, all right. You wheelchair kids are crazy. And everyone Mm -hmm. at McDonald's buys this. The bear dances and everyone's like, this is incredible. At McDonald's. Nobody goes, there's a kid in there. 
Now, when they're trying to figure out what to do, they say, just keep him dancing. They'll think he's a bear. We're not at Chuck E. Cheese's where the animatronic animals are. We're at McDonald's. There's no bear that dances around like that. The moment I see something dancing, I'm like, is that a bear? (laughs) Must be his. Oh, that kid must have brought his stuffed teddy. It's dancing. I think it's important to know that the bear, Mac, in this bear costume at one point, gets up like on the table and starts dancing and then floats, like just floats. Through the air. He doesn't jump. There's no flips. He just floats across this restaurant. And you're right. Kids are staring at this. There's nobody going, what? It's crazy. There's one. There's one kid because Max somehow gets his hand free and stretches it across the restaurant to to steal a kid's coke. This little child is the only one that sees this happen. And he is terrified yeah Yeah. because there's a lot of dancing happening i can't even explain how much fun this scene is oh it is just like we said from the moment they pull in there's a dance party going on in the parking Mm -hmm. lot after ron mcdonald does stunts or, or does his little tricks yeah he says everybody it's time for that dance party they appear to have moved tables out of the way so yeah. there's a giant Things open area going, yeah. for kids to do a choreographed dance for this girl's birthday party. It's a special day, I it's guess. Amazing. Oh, it's amazing. It, it is amazing. It's outstanding. Now, wait. Can we back up for a second? And I don't, I'm not saying that she did. But if Deb had knowledge that this was going to be a dancing birthday party, don't you think it's a little mean to bring the kid in the wheelchair to a dancing birthday party? Of course it is. Of course, of course this is mean. But anyway. Yeah, de- definitely. A hundred percent. And and it seems, again, this is just an excuse to get to this insane scene because, like, why does he have to go? Why does he have to go oh, to this kid's was, birthday party? A girl he doesn't even know. Well, she does say when he's like, I'll just stay behind. She's like, no, my mom's in charge of you and she's not going to she's not gonna let it not. Like, you, you just have to come. But I guess in the end, for, for what it's worth, I mean, what a raging party. It, it looks like the yeah. most fun place and, ever. It, it is... This is an incredible scene. People, first of all, this whole movie's on YouTube. It's easy to find. And again, oh. like I said, if you just want to fast oh, forward you could just find, I to think, the scene this where scene he scene if you needed to. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's what I was leading up to. Just watch this yeah. scene. It's not going to give you a great sense of the rest mm. of the movie, but this is a great movie all on yes. its own is yes. this scene. Agreed. So at during this dance party, this is when the oh, FBI yeah, shows up. The they seem to be the only ones looking at this bear going, I don't yeah. think that's a bear. I think that's right. an alien in a bear costume. So now the chase is on. And Eric again takes off downhill. And through traffic. Yeah, he skitches onto the back yeah. of a truck at one point, just grabs it, and this truck pulls him along while these three overweight elderly FBI guys. This is who the FBI said to catch an alien are these three kind of out of shape, middle-aged guys are on foot, not having heart attacks, chasing this not thing. Not having heart attacks. And they don't have cars. Like, why don't no, they have No, no one's chasing them in a car. But he gets into, again, there's more fender benders, more, more um, car crashes because of, he does some crazy weaving in that wheelchair. 
I take it back. He should have been invited to a dance party. I bet if, if allowed to show off his moves, I bet he had some sweet ones. Michael, his brother, comes up in the van. Now, the girlfriend or the, the Deb's sister is driving the van. And Mike reaches out and picks up the wheelchair, the strength that this young man had. <laughs> this 16-year-old string bean. He picks up not just the alien, not just his brother, the entire wheelchair and brings it into the into the car and into the van. And now they're safe and they're all in the van and now they're going to try to solve the mystery of uh, where Mac, you know, the, the mystery Mac left behind. I did expect there to be like suddenly a cut. To this kid's giant hulking arms, like the hulking <laughs> arms of like a bodybuilder pulling uh-huh. this thing in, but instead it must just be like a paper mache wheelchair. I don't, I don't know how it's it's so great to watch this, and also the cutting between the boy in the wheelchair, but then when it's shot from behind, it's a big dude. Like you see those arms <laughs> oh, yeah. going, going crazy. Fast. On yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now they put. Mac in a t-shirt and oddly oh, enough yeah. he looks more disturbing yeah, than in the bear costume. On. Yeah. I thought he was kind of cute, the t-shirt. If you're comparing the t-shirt to the bear, no, you're right. The t-shirt's an improvement. I'm just comparing yeah. it to regular Mac mm, gotcha. in his flesh or whatever these aliens have. <laughs> and they don't put a hat on him. They don't even put a hat on him. Like just, they're like, oh, what a great disguise. <laughs> yeah, yes. what a great disguise. He's got this weird, crazy alien face, but we'll put him in a T-shirt. No one will question. And he's this tiny little body, and he doesn't say anything. He could just whistle. This is when this movie turns into a road movie for a little while, which is kind oh, of yeah. like it looks like they're having a blast. The two older teens are in the front flirting with each other, oh, eating yeah. ice cream. Feeding the, each other ice cream, yeah. The aliens and the little kids are in the back just drinking Coke and eating mm-hmm. Skittles. Like, it's like it's, road trips. It's amazing. Here's where my other question comes in. Why, again, where are the cops following them in the cop cars? Where is the mother worried that her two children have taken off? What? Why has no one else thought? Why is only... Because if... The kids have the little alien. Isn't there a possibility that the little alien wants to find the other alien? So shouldn't the the FBI and NASA be following them intensely to, yeah, to try to find questions. out? But yeah, plus they're in a very conspicuous sex van yeah, that yeah. you could easily pick out and right. find. Like, mm-hmm. and you're right too because they go through. There's a there's a quick scene of them running through Sears, crashing into things. Oh right, right. And the mom is there. But you're right, suddenly she's gone, and mm-hmm. we don't see her until the kid's dead at the mm-hmm. end of this. Mm-hmm. Spoiler, well, a do. child dies. In this movie that is totally crazy and nonsensical, there is a moment where our main paralyzed protagonist <laughs> erupts in a ball of flames, <laughs> and he is dead. But this is why, like you said, nothing happens for the longest time, and now everything yeah. happens. So... So after this little fun road trip that they're on, they get to this cave in the middle of the desert and we find the three, the family is 
on the brink of death. They've just, they have. It's they, so gross. Yeah, they're in bad shape and it is disturbing. The older brother goes into the thing and he sticks Mac on his back. Like, yeah, yeah, wraps, yeah. He's, he wraps his little puppet arms around his neck uh-huh. and he, he like swings back to talk to them. This little puppet is just like <laughs> flying around on his back. It's very funny. But he finds Mac's family lying in a heap. Yeah. In this cave with their eyes open. Oh, it's a disturbing no sign of disturbing life. Disturbing discovery. It is, oh. yeah. And Mac makes no like, oh, when she sees his family, no reaction. That would be. No, nothing. At one point, the kid's like listening to them and Mac's just standing there. And then he looks at Mac and goes, don't worry, Mac. They're still alive. Oh, yeah. And Mac doesn't seem to give a shit either no, way. No. Like he doesn't yeah. seem like, to care at all. There's whatever, no expression. more cokes for me if they're not. <laughs> There's more cokes. He's like, I saw you put those two cokes in the uh, <laughs> in the cooler there. I was thinking maybe I could have those. Because that's the other thing is when the kid runs up, he's like, get the coke. Get the coke. <laughs> <laughs> One of them is like, there's only two cans. He's like, come on, just get it. And let's go. Yeah, yeah. Then they get down, they drink the two cans and the kid's like, where's more? <laughs> well, that's why they decide, right? They all get, they have enough energy now. They're all in the car. This is kind of funny because the dad is clearly having a hard time sitting still in the back of the car. So they're trying to do <laughs> God, things to this? keep him still. And they play Simon Sets and they're like, oh, he's trying to move again. What's he doing? Oh. They're singing like 99 bottles of beer yeah. on the wall and stuff. Like these parents are more clueless and stupid than Mac. Mac knew how to take a shower when he showed up at this kid's house. These aliens have no idea what's going Yet on. Yet a couple of scenes later, he's driving a convertible. <laughs> Cadillac. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Oh, all right, so everyone's in the van. They play Simon Says, and now... Yeah, so now it's nighttime. Yeah. I don't know. Have they been gone now for two days? I don't know. Well, they've on some kind of road trip, right? The P.S., they can't keep their hands off a of soda. They bust through a, the window at one point. There's some girl... There's a weird scene where this girl... Uh, that is a weird scene. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Please explain this, because I have lots of questions about so this girl sure. and what she's into. <laughs> The girl could maybe see into the sex. She's driving in her car, and she's. It's kind of like that scene in National Lampoon when Christy Brinkley pulls up next to, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Imagine Chevy chases an alien, and this girl's still making eyes at him. But it's not Christy Brinkley. It's like this girl doesn't really look <laughs> old enough even to drive. She doesn't look very old, right? <laughs> she looks like a sad teenager that. Just had a bad night and needs to go yeah. journal about it. And she's looking up at the alien guy oh. and he's looking down at her and she has a moment. But then his weird hand, he reaches. She's also drinking a Coke out of a straw. I, she looks directly at this alien and again has no reaction. Uh-uh. Her reaction is kind of like, what's up? Yeah. And it's not until he busts through the window. No, she makes eyes at him for a little while. Yes, she does. Like sad, I need to journal later, but you're look like a friendly alien eyes. Do you think Isis. this 
actress knew what movie she was like? No. Do you think yeah. they just pointed the camera at her and were like, okay, so you look, you're looking in this car. I don't know. Maybe it's a cute guy. I'm not sure. Whatever. Just, just react to something. <laughs> a, I mean, you're just, you're just looking in. Oh my God. This crazy hand just took your drink. And she doesn't even get that. Like, ah, she just. A little bit startled. Yeah, she's she's like, oh no, scene. and drives away, which yeah. is great because her friend just got out of the car to go inside the convenience yeah. store. Well, that's where we made so our So these staff kids there, right? go to, I, I enjoyed this because I guess it's like, a, I don't know, like a shopping center almost. Yeah. Because the kids, the teens go into a liquor store mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. get Coke. Mm-hmm. It's not the same convenience store that then the aliens go into. Mm-mm. Because they go into like a grocery store because the dad gets a watermelon for some reason. <laughs> These aliens that need sugar, like processed sugar to live, I guess. He gets the one piece of fruit in this movie and then is threatened and gunned down. Well, he does look a little, you know, he's definitely an alien. He's not blending it at all. I don't think they have clothes on yet. Um, they might have put a blanket on him. And yet, he also takes a security guy's gun. When the security comes for him, he takes the gun from the security guy. And then we're really in danger. That's when Michael comes in, the older brother, and is like, he's not going to hurt you. Don't hurt him. But the alien never, he just looks at the gun with that weird whistle face and doesn't ever put the gun down. He's like twirling it around in his hands, just looking at this thing. And again, we could have went somewhere where maybe he, like, can bend the gun or do something to the gun to show you, like, you know, I'm not violent. This is... Make it into a paper mache flower. I don't know. But no, No, he just... After looking at it for about 30 seconds, he holds it like anyone would hold a gun and then wanders out of the store. Can we... This is one of my favorite parts is when the mother alien walks in Holding Mac like a baby, and she walks past a woman who's holding her own baby. Oh, yeah, and the babies make and eyes. This, this <laughs> look at each other, like practically just give each other thumbs up, like because look who's talking. No boundaries. It's like the black and white cookie coming together, yeah, right? No boundaries. Mm-mm. And this baby is in just a diaper. It's a hot California day. You hate that. I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The whole family wanders out. This place is suddenly surrounded by cops. Um, I assume somebody called it. Maybe the, maybe the girl who got scared. So this is the first time that we've got a good deal of law enforcement that are finally here and ready to apparently just blow shit up. Right? Is that essentially what happens? Because now we've had gunfire. We have fire, fire. Like we have explosions. Um, no idea how any of this happens. The whole no time idea. screaming, they don't want to hurt you. Don't hurt them. You know? Um, and Mac, like, or not Mac, Eric, like you said, he's walking, I think, toward the aliens to maybe protect them or not walking, excuse me, wheeling toward the aliens to protect them. Yes. He gets away. Like he's being held back. Everybody's being held back except for Eric Mm -hmm. who wheeled himself into the line of fire. Oh boy. And for some reason, (laughs) Entire store explodes. Big old explosion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this Eric puppet, again, is just (laughs) engulfed in flames. Mm -hmm. We see the hero of the movie, this wonderful handicapped child. We see him burn to death. But his sad little body is is there. And (laughs) 
sad little body. A it is comes, sad because yeah. he's dead. Because he's dead. Now, this is how this crazy movie is now going to end. What? The, the, our hero has died. A doctor comes, confirms his death, as we mentioned. Um, his mother. The, well, the, everybody cries. His mom is chopper. Yeah, the in. mom comes in by chopper. Yeah. Michael, the brother, is hysterical. Uh, the The new friends... Deb and Deb's sister are really, really upset. But who wouldn't be? I mean, you just saw this little boy get killed because he's... Tra- what an adventure. What a night. And then, yeah. I do have to say, I said that the mom does a great job in this movie. Man, Deb's sister oh, yeah. in that McDonald's gear, she is <laughs> devastated yeah. by this. Like, she is really, really cry like harder than anybody else on set. Yeah, she does pretty good job of being pretty dramatic it about is his pretty death. Great. Yeah. Yes. And then the mom comes and then there but he's really gone. And how could this be? How could this be? You know what though? It's not. The family, they come, the alien family come kind of sauntering over. Um don't be afraid. They don't want to hurt you. They don't come sauntering over. It's a scene right out of Terminator 2. They, like, walk out of the the flames. flames. They cannot be hurt by fire. This entire family, hand in hand, goes walking out of the flames. I was so surprised by how long this went on. Yes. Like, by how long it took between the time that this this kid gets exploded Mm -hmm. to when he is brought back to life. This is a huge chunk of time. Lots of hands. Where people are just crying yeah. uncontrollably. And then they put the lots of sadness. Well, it's a bit of a shock now. He's did what? He's dead? No, no, no. <laughs> I understand it. It's just shocking in a movie like this. Just a movie. We just had a dance scene at a McDonald's yeah. 20 minutes yep. ago. And now here we are, death. But then the aliens all kind of put their hands all around him. And they they kind of... Meditate and do their do their, their alien mojo. Yep, and guess what? He's not dead anymore. He's not. He's okay. <laughs> no. He's fine. He's okay. <laughs> they won't hurt you. They'll save your life. Eric is okay. He kind of levitates for a minute, right? Doesn't he levitate when he's... I thought he did. Yeah. I thought he did too. And then I was like, I think I just imagined that. But I'm glad you saw it, which means that he probably did. He probably did. did. Yeah. And I think Siri would agree. Yeah. Um and then, then after, he doesn't just, we don't just have aliens saving him. And then, like, uh, what you would think would happen is then their spaceship comes down and they go back to their planet. Oh, no. Yeah, wouldn't that be a normal ending to a movie like this? A normal, satisfying ending that does not chill the viewer to the <laughs> core at the end of this? No, instead, they become citizens, as we mentioned in their goofy gear, their dresses, their suits, their hats, I, their earrings. I really wanted to look up what the oath is. I, I assume oh. this is the actual oath, but it is disturbing. Did you listen to this uh, thing? No, I, I... Where it's like, I disavow any allegiance to any government. I am willing to take up arms to fight for this government when required by the government. It is Is that weird, the oath? Like, I don't know. Uh, it's what this judge said, and I have a feeling it's probably the oath. Wow. I, it was it was very weird to listen to because I was kind of troubled by the things yeah, that people like you're to like, say. wait a minute. Is that what I agree to as yeah. being a citizen? Because I don't. <laughs> yeah, because 
It was. The one line was about taking up arms to fight if required by the government. And then it said, or serve in a non-combative for religious purposes. It was it was very strange. But I assume it was real because it was that detailed and bizarre. Mm. Yeah, Lots of hugs and kisses. Lots of hugs and kisses after they become. They're hugging and kissing they're all kissing yeah. on their little butthole mouths like there's like <laughs> mouth kissing from yeah. these humans right onto these weird aliens it's so uh, it's so strange yeah. makes that made me uncomfortable all the long kissing and hugging with the aliens but then then we've got this um then they're they're driving in a pink cadillac and max blowing bubbles in the back seat he's in a car seat safety first um, even though he's silly putty and if they crash, he would be fine. But, um, yeah, <laughs> you would just, you just roll around on the road until you hit somebody else's windshield and you'd be fine. Be all right. But the other kids, the, these human kids are in the back seat and their mom, I guess, was like, eh, whatever. Yeah, go hang out with these the weird aliens who've never driven. It. Have fun. Yeah. She's like, I got my shift at Sears. I got to go. <laughs> These aliens can now drive her to work. Yeah. Her kid doesn't have to do it anymore. Maybe like we allowed the government not to kill you. Uh, so you maybe you can take me to family. work. Um, then there is a bubble that says Mac blows a bubble or makes a bubble. And it says, we'll be back. But thankfully mm-hmm. there was no Mac and me too. Or Mac yep. and you. Thankfully. It never came back. Thankfully, that threat never came no, to realization. Exactly. That's what I was like. Don't even threaten me with that. I'll be back, Mr. Mac. Anyway. Anyway. Woo. So, Mac and me. How do you feel? What are your emotions now that you're done talking Here's, about? It? I, think I've, I think I've sorted through my emotions to where I can kind of All get right. it out. I, and I think I sort of said this. I... I don't know that this deserves the reputation as like being the greatest bad movie ever. No. It's clearly a bad movie and there are parts that are enjoyable. But I was very surprised by, like I said, how boring and dull long stretches of this was because mm-hmm. I thought it was just going to be – I hate to compare bad movies to other bad movies. But something like The Room mm. or something like Miami Connection – like. You can see with those, the director, they have this vision. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure at all turns, people were like, this is a bad idea. This dialogue's terrible. Your actors are dumb. You shouldn't be in this movie you're making. But they didn't listen to anyone. This movie, to me, felt like a cash grab. Like, uh, hey, you know what was, you know what people liked? E.T.? Let's make a shitty one. Yeah, yeah. it It didn't feel like one person's vision. It just felt like... Let's get money from sponsor. Let, let's product placement all over the place. Great things came out of it. McDonald's dancing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I saw it, but I don't, to me, it just didn't live up to the hype that was in my mind when I started watching this. Oh, uh, well, I guess you have to dull the hype a bit though. Like how, sure. you know, oh, no, no. because I, know. I, I mean, it's definitely not a good movie. It's definitely like you said, especially after doing this podcast and seeing other really terrible 80s movies and knowing we have more in our future. <laughs> it's definitely not like the worst of the worst or even the kitschiest bad or anything like that. But, um, and it's slow moving for the beginning because you're like, all right, what are we doing here? When are we getting to where we got to go? 
Um, but I think it's in all that awfulness and that offbeatness and definitely in the McDonald's dancing. It's what saves it, the movie. Let's be honest. Oh, and I don't know when they makes the movie. So we had an idea, Barrett, Tom and I at one point of doing like a mockumentary about the making of, um, Mac and me. Okay. And I think that would be more fun to see. Like. Why, what, what did, when did we decide to throw this dance scene? Like, did we film most oh, of the yeah. movie? And then it was like, we, this is going to be shitty. And we decided to do the dancing. Was the dancing the first thing? And then we built this alien subplot around it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, um, so yeah. This is, this is one of those movies that I wish I had done more research on. I, I wish I had dug in and, you know, read interviews of people because I just, yeah, because I just want to know, like, why is there so much product placement? How did these companies feel about this afterward? Did they know what they were doing? Like, it's just so puzzling. And I know that there was a time where it was just like, whatever, fine. Coors will pay you or, or whatever. Just put, you know, an empty can of beer in the background. But this is so aggressive <laughs> with its product placement to the point where it was – it was the best part of the movie, I thought. Yeah, yeah. The- was how just aggressively, terribly wrong-headed the product placement was and how the whole thing felt like a commercial for these products with just like an alien story yeah, in the background. Yeah, a goofy alien story and a golden kid in a wheelchair. Yeah. Oh, Mac and Me. Well, do you have a movie like Mac and Me that you'd recommend or something you'd recommend instead of Mac I and do- Me? I actually do have a movie like Mac oh. and Me because I was thinking about all these bad movies. And I was like, well, I could recommend a, one of these bad movies. But then yeah. I looked into some of the actors, pretty much all the actors in this movie, just to see Christine Ebersol is the mom. Oh, She's that's the mom. all okay, over the yeah. place. Yeah. But anyway, um, the um, – what was her name in the movie? Courtney. The Oh, the sister. McDonald's waitress. Yeah, yeah. Deb's sister. She was in a couple of 80s <laughs> you know, movies. Well, those, yes, yes. She didn't do much after the 80s. Uh-huh. Um, but she was in a movie that I just randomly watched on Amazon Prime not too long oh. ago. Based on the title alone, it is from the very next year. The movie's title is My Mom's a Werewolf. Oh. And it is as bad as you would My think it is. And she plays the daughter in that. And it's all about how her mom is seduced by this guy. It's He's played by John Saxon, but I think he works in like a pet store or something. But he's, an, he's a werewolf and he turns the mom into a werewolf. And it's so bad. It's so cheesy. It really leans into it. And it's recent or it. it's an 80s movie? Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's 89. 80s, yeah. It's right after this movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's it's really bad, but it was worth like... I don't know. It's as enjoyable as Mac and me, I guess. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. What about you? I had a, the movie that kind of reminds me of Mac and me, but I think it's better, but I haven't seen it since the nineties. Um, Encino man oh. with, uh, Brendan Fraser and Polly Shore and Sean I Astin. saw it again, not too long ago. And I will tell you it's better than Mac and me. It's still I believe be- it's better. Yeah. And there's a dance because doesn't he teach them all a caveman dance or something yep. that they all mm-hmm. love? Yeah. So it's got kind of same, but there's Brendan Fraser and there's Polly Shore. Polly Shore and uh, what's his name? Who's the who's the kid? Who's the who's the Sean Astin? Kid? Sean Astin, yes. Yeah. yeah. Too bad we're not doing a '90s podcast. I'd watch that. It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. You could watch it as a recommendation. There you go. 
But uh, yeah, Mac and me, 100th episode. 100 episodes. Done. We didn't really talk about it at the top. I am so, first of all, I want to thank everybody who's listened to sure. any of these episodes, all of the episodes. If you've dug back and you've you've listened to all 100 of these, kudos to you. That is right. fantastic. We're so thank happy you. you're doing that. Yes. And I also want to thank you. I want to thank you for doing this with me. This is Hey. A blast. I didn't. I agree. We didn't know what we were doing, what we were getting into. We had the loosest of ideas. I think that we've, I think that we've fallen into a good thing. Cause I don't think I tell people sometimes when I go on other shows, like I'm like, I don't, we didn't set out to make a bad movie podcast. I don't think that's what we wanted to do. <laughs> I think that's Mm-mm. what it's become. More times than not, but I also don't think we're afraid well, to talk about. As it turns out, there's movies. a lot of bad movies in the eighties. <laughs> yeah. Even ones, even ones that we thought were good, end yeah, up being bad yeah. a lot of the times. Yeah. No, so but this a, is no, but I can't. I don't know my life anymore without it. I love it. I love so. I I hope people don't get tired of listening because I'm not going to get tired of. And we have we have so many movies to uncover, mm-hmm. and uh, each time, like this was one I had seen, and I I we've said this before. It's movies that we've seen that I'm like meh, eh. like I yeah. love the discovery in finding the movie that we didn't see or that I'd never heard of or that I wouldn't have watched in the '80s and, and pulling that out. But this was, I mean, what what a ride. What a ride these what these hundred episodes and then some. Yeah. No, I'm I'm still having as much fun as I did that first episode and it's always little darlings. It's always fun, even if we watch movies that might not be that fun to talk about. That leads into the fact that patrons next week, April oh, the first, you will get to listen Whoa. to us talk about Haunted Honeymoon. Oh, Spoiler, we already talked about it, and it was painful to watch. (laughs) (laughs) It is is unfunny, and I think both of us, I think both of our reactions were, it was so unfunny, it was actually sad to sit and watch. It was sad, yeah, both of us were, were, yeah, we're kind of like Mac without our Skittles and soda. We were really sad. (laughs) I guess dehydrated Um, or whatever happens to that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You lucky little patrons. Yeah, so patrons will get that in a week. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to check that out, go to patreon.com slash movies, and you will get all of our back episodes. You'll get everything we ever did, instant access to all of those movies that I can't Things even think changed. of now. Why can't why so can I only why can I only just think of the great outdoors? It's the only thing I can think of. Right uh, now. Well, there's the Under the Cherry Moon is well, up there. How can I forget um, that? <laughs> How can I forget that? That was right? so much fun. Rio, the Rio one is out there. Oh yeah, blame it on Rio. Blame it on Rio. Silver Bullet. Uh, we started out the podcast talking about Oh yes, Silver Gary Bullet. Gary yeah. All right. Anyway, there's a lot of episodes. Go there and just just scroll through. Find Check out what out. we did. Check them out. You know, maybe you'll stumble across one and you'll be like, "Oh, House on Sorority Row." I would love to hear them oh, talk about yes. that. Guess what? You give us $5, you can listen to that and all of the other stuff on. It's a great way to take up your time. It, just saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Looking to just kill time? Our <laughs> podcast. 
All right. So for everybody else, for those non-patrons, next time you hear us, it'll be episode 101. We are going to be covering the movie Cat People. Cat People. Yeah. Cat People. And if you're thinking, oh, is this the 1942 version? No, we don't do movies from the 40s. This is the 1982 version with Nastasha Kinski and the dad from Home Alone. So, hey, and uh, I do believe Ed Bagley Jr. is in it as well. So uh, I don't know if it's a scary movie. Like the one from the 40s is a horror movie. I have never seen this. I watched the preview. It seemed to be more sexy than scary. Ooh, but we'll see. We'll see. Right. right. (laughs) When I think of cat people, I think of (laughs) sexiness. Everybody, thanks for listening for 100 episodes. Um, we, oh, we didn't even mention last week, uh, we had the, the Q and a episode. We want to thank everybody who sent right. us in questions. Uh, anyone so who listened to that, if that was your first episode you listened to, it's not a regular episode. Hopefully you stuck with us and now you're listening to this one. Um, <laughs> but you know, thank you for being here for a hundred episodes. And, uh, like Jamie said, we're going to do a hundred and one more. <laughs> So get ready. Yeah. So go out, watch Cat People, the 1982 version, and uh, we will talk to you again in two weeks, except patrons. We will see you next week where we talk about Gene Wilder and we get sad talking about Gilda Radner. Mm. All right, everybody. Bye. I was trying to do a goodbye like the aliens do. They don't sound like owls. No, that was just an owl noise you made. It was good. It Goodbye. sounded like an owl. It was a good owl noise, yeah. but it wasn't an alien noise. Alright. Hey. Nice. I would have worked on that before we started recording. Tired of feeling all by myself. Being so different from everyone else. Somehow you Brothers like thrown in the back of a police car. That's what I thought. What was that? <laughs> it was my phone. I what moved it. It was my Siri, and she said, "That's what I thought." I feel like she was podcasting with us.
All right. Okay. I mean, she agrees with us that the family was restrained, that the kids weren't able to run out. 